When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heart Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. I'm so excited and happy to have you here. So today we are focused on the power of connection. And I am so excited and feel really good about covering this topic because we all know how important connection is. And we also know the importance of how it feels when we are disconnected or when we feel disconnected or isolated. And that's something that we can all relate to especially during the time of the pandemic. And I know that now things are easing up and, you know, we're able to get back out again and start to reconnect. And so we might have lost a little bit of those uh, connection skills. (laughs) But never to fear, we always bounce back and we always go back to square one, which is the way in which we connect. And so when it comes to connection, it is something so powerful because we are all connected. We are all connected to each other in some way. And we're born out of connection, right? So being human, being a part of that mammalian experience, all mammals go through that experience and that connection of pure connection with connecting with one other mate and creating something out of that experience and then carrying that whole other being that is growing and developing out of pure connection like do do we really really understand the gravity of that The fact that we are one, just attached to someone else in order to be created, and two, just the fact of there being a whole cord that's there that connects us to our nourishment, being nurtured, being loved, receiving all of what we need in order to be created, and yet we kind of forget about that because we no longer have these physical cords attached, but we forget that we have a lot of emotional cords and spiritual cords. And so with that, we have to understand that in some ways we are still very much connected to each other. And we're not born out of eggs, like we don't hatch the way birds and reptiles do, but in a sense, we are still very much connected to them as well. But just going through that experience of being born and having that touch, having that love and just having connection is just so beautiful. 
And it really shapes us into who we are. And with understanding that, we know that love is that first energy exchange. If there's any greater currency of the world, it is love. That is the first exchange of energy we learn is love. The way we're loved, the way we are cared for, the way we are nurtured is through connection. So bringing that into this present day, I feel that we are connected in different ways, right? Like we're craving connection so much. And that's why the internet is such a powerful thing because we're able to connect with others all over the world. We're able to connect to people we haven't seen in a long time. We're able to connect through video and phone calls and emails and all of these great things that technology provides us with. But in some senses, we kind of forget the purpose of connection and we utilize the illusion more than the actual connection. So when I say illusion, I mean focusing on what we're projecting outward and what we want and what we're desiring and what would make us feel better about ourselves as opposed to actually connecting with someone, building those bonds, building those relationships. To me personally, from my observation, it just feels that that's something that is kind of low right now. And we find ourselves in these vicious cycles of trying to have these pseudo connections and followers and all of these things to kind of fill this void of a lack of a connection, not only with real people, but also within ourselves. And we just try to fill ourselves up more and more and more. And we find ourselves in more and more pain with every experience because it's not true connection. It's all illusion based. And so when that happens and we're faced with rejection and abandonment and all these things that really put us in this feeling of deficit, puts us in this feeling of lack. I mean, honestly, I, I truly feel and believe that love and connection is the true form of wealth that really makes us feel fulfilled. And when we are feeling as though we are not connecting, we experience life in a lack mindset. I know for me personally, when I feel that connection, when I feel connected to something, or connected to someone, my life feels so rich. And it feels so rich, because that is our original exchange of currency. That's our original currency is love. And when it's true, and when it's real, when it's not counterfeit, and it's just, you know, just people that are there, just these like, you know, illusions and projections of just different images of people <laughs> and different pseudo experiences that, you know, hey, you hang out with people that, you know, you don't really resonate with, but they're just there. Yeah, it feels like you have counterfeit money. It's like, yeah, it's it's kind of like, 
doing something for me. Like I'm getting what I want, I think, but it's, it's not really real. Like I really didn't earn it. I didn't really build anything with it. I don't really feel connected to it. And so for me, not only having connection with others and other people, but having connection with my surroundings, having a connection with my home, having a connection with my family, having a connection with my pets, having a connection with my purpose and my passion and myself is what makes me feel so rich, so wealthy with the abundance of true connections. And it it doesn't even have to be a ton of connections, right? But just having quality connection makes me feel alive. And I want us to really be in that space because as many say, if you want to look at the quality of one's life, look at the quality of their relationships and it will tell you everything you need to know. So I want us to really focus on building those connection skills again and coming out of this space of focusing on all the noise, what's out there, how do people view you, what do people think of you, am I being accepted, am I being rejected, all of these things, right, all this noise that only you hear, only you experience that, and we all experience them, right? But how do we get to a a space of pushing away the noise, the doubt, the I'm not good enough, the I think I'm going to get rejected, oh, they're going to abandon me, all this, all that noise, all of the lack, all of the low vibration, all of the poor poverty mentality of connection, the cheating of connection. The fake connections. How do we get from that space and get to a place of true connection, true bonds being built, real experiences without the fear of being judged or being left behind or feeling rejected that now we've almost moved into this pendulum swing of being so completely independent and purposely isolating ourselves and rejecting connection, right? And it's like, well, I don't care. I could care less what other people think, what other people do, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we have to be careful with that. We have to be careful with that in the sense of feeling as though we don't need connection. Connection is something that it just, it has to be built. It takes time. It requires effort. It requires understanding. It requires patience. It requires so much. But you have to want it. And you have to value it. You have to understand the value of connection. And I think 
just due to previous experiences, past traumas, the way we were brought up, our family circumstances, that can really affect the way that we view connection or the way we value connection. And if we don't value connection, we are putting ourselves in a very poor mindset because the value of connection is something that it just can't, there is no amount of money that can touch the power of connection, the love, the feeling, the safety, the security, the creation, the expansion of life through connection, the opening of our hearts when we connect with someone, the being able to learn from others and learn within ourselves, being able to evolve, being able to shift perspectives, being able to embrace others and to grow our level of compassion and empathy. No amount of money can do that. But connection can. And we're all designed for it. Now, if we were, you know, like these independent snakes or lizards out there that really wasn't about connection, then I would probably not record this because it's, you know, a very solo, independent type of mindset. And you can be independent. You can be solo. You can be a lone wolf. But that doesn't mean you don't value connection, right? Like for myself, I'm also very independent and... I like to keep to myself quite a bit, but I do understand the value of connection and how much I grow and evolve and I heal and I experience. Sometimes you experience things that feel painful through connection, but it's really just that mirror, that reflection of what's happening inside and it's showing you what needs to be healed. And you cannot see that when you are by yourself. You can ponder, you can reflect on past experiences with others, but it always goes back to relationships and connection. But when you are put into it and you're having to communicate and you're having to relate to others and be supportive and have that level of understanding, you truly, truly grow as a person. And that's something that solitude cannot always give you. Solitude is important. I'm not saying solitude is not important. I'm not saying having that time with yourself is not important. In fact, we're going to cover that because that is a, something that is really, really important as we get more and more disconnected from ourselves. But focusing on just the power of connection in general, I want you to ask yourself, do you truly feel connected? Do you feel that you are at one with your surroundings? Do you feel understood? Do you feel cared for? Do you feel that there is someone that you can reach out to and they will listen? Do you feel that someone can reach out to you and you will listen? Do you feel that you have good quality connection in your life? And aside from connecting from others, do you feel that connection with yourself? Because when you connect with yourself, everything else just falls into place. But if we're so disconnected from ourselves, 
And we're moving in this way in which we're allowing for external sources to dictate the path of our lives. We're always going to be in this phase of never really knowing who we are. And when you're in that space of not knowing yourself, not understanding yourself, not connected to yourself, it can be extremely, extremely challenging, almost impossible for you to really be able to have and attract and to accept, I want to focus on that word, accept the things you want into your life. Sometimes we can even receive a lot of the things that we really want, but can you accept it? Can you get to a place of acceptance? Let's say you've really, really wanted this home or this relationship or this career. You've wanted whatever it is that you want for the longest time. And let's say you get a break and you have it. It's given to you. If you are not connected with yourself in the way in which is a healthy connection, you will lose whatever it is that you have now attracted into your life quicker than you received it because it will almost just fall off, right? There's nothing to attach itself to when you're not connected to yourself. So connection itself is truly, truly powerful, and we're connected in so many ways. We're connected in the way that we feel, most importantly. How you feel really, really manages the connection. And when we focus on our feelings and our emotions in those connections, it can tell us even more of what we need to know. So I want you to just kind of take a moment to think back on times when you felt the most connected. And in that, how did you feel about your life at that time? For me, when I feel like I have like those really strong connections there could be so many things that are just kind of not going right. But having that connection for me is just something that brings me home. Because connection is home. Connection is home, for sure. Like There's just no buts or ifs or maybes about it. Connection is home. And so if we can get to a place of focusing on connection realizing that even if someone is physically distant, we still have very strong connections with those that we've built bonds with over time. There's sexual connections where our bodies are still very much connected in some way. There's emotional connection where you go through this moment and phases and stages of vulnerability. Whenever you're vulnerable, whenever you're open, that is going to lead 
to stronger connections. It's going to lead to trust. It's going to lead to bonding. And so we have to be open whenever we're focused on connecting with someone. And that seems to be the toughest part, right? Like if we feel so inhibited and we feel so afraid to really be ourselves, how are you going to be able to connect with someone if you're so guarded? And this is coming from experience. And I, of course, I've mentioned this before, but anytime I'm like really kind of talking, like as if I'm talking directly to you, of course I'm talking to you, but I'm also talking to myself. I am referring to myself a lot of times and when I'm explaining things because I need to hear it. And lately for me, I have been practicing being more open and not not necessarily just like being open with people and telling them everything that's on my mind that's not what I mean when I say open but being able to be open to possibility open to what if open to the positives open to just living and allowing myself to feel safe enough to be vulnerable. And for me, it can be a little scary, can be really scary. But when I do get to that place of being like, you know, I'm just going to be open. I'm just going to be, I'm going to speak my truth. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be vulnerable here. I feel like a weight is lifted And I become more supported in ways that I cannot even imagine. It strengthens my level of support with myself. It strengthens my level of security and trust with God. It strengthens my ability to connect and to be able to have healthier relationships with others. And I can see directly what is happening. I think that's the biggest thing for me. I can see exactly what is happening. If I know that my intentions are good, I'm not hiding anything, I'm being honest, I'm being truthful, and I'm being open. And if someone does not reciprocate that, if they are rejecting that, or if they're moving away from it, if they are now turned off from my openness, if someone is rejecting whatever it is that I am about, I know that it's not about me. They just haven't gotten to that space of really valuing connection and getting to a space of feeling safe enough to be vulnerable. And I cannot get mad at that. That's totally okay. So when you do get to that space of being open and trusting yourself more and having that level of deep security within yourself, which you may not always feel because it changes, it fluctuates at times whenever we get around others, right? We change a lot. But in the sense that you are able to be open. You already know where you're at. You already know that you didn't do anything that would have 
purposely pushed another person away. And if you're just being vulnerable, just being yourself, being open, being honest, being truthful, and someone moves away from that, you can kind of understand a little bit more without them even explaining anything. But if you're in this space where you feel afraid to be authentic, you feel afraid to be your true self, you cover things up at times because you're afraid of what others will think of you, you actually don't realize it, but you're rejecting yourself. You're rejecting yourself. And in that process, you are sending out the energy of rejection, which then just brings that to you for someone to just move away. So it's partially that and two, you won't really know what that person was connected to, why they responded the way they responded, and you might start putting it back on yourself, which then builds the self-fulfilling prophecy of not being able to connect properly. So we have to be authentic. And if we're not in a safe space, if we're not in that place in our lives just yet because we're always healing but if we're freshly wounded or if we're just starting our healing journey I think that's when we need to focus on truly building that connection with ourselves first and foremost before involving connection with others so connection is very, very powerful. We are connected to each and every single individual that we come in contact with, even if it doesn't feel like it. it feels like we have nothing in common or that person is nothing like me, but we are all connected. We are all on this planet. We are all connected through the unity of every being on earth. Everything is an entire system that we are experiencing and we affect that system each and every day just by being present, just by being here. We are affecting the flow of nature just by being connected. And I think that's powerful. We need to focus on that. We need to focus on just being able to just bear our souls at times. And of course, use your judgment, right? Use discernment more than anything, because sometimes you have others that are disconnected with themselves, and we have no control over that. And when others may be disconnected with themselves, it may make them more prone to doing a lot of sabotage or just acting out in behaviors that are low vibrational and poverty mindsets, because that's the place we go into whenever we are lacking connection. <laughs> So use discernment and, you know, just see based on the other people's reactions and actions, if you're focused on connecting with other people, seeing how they treat you, how do you feel around them, what emotions come up for you. And from there, you can decide how much you choose to be vulnerable. But, but at a time when you are able to build connection, I think we can't hide from it. We can't escape it. We have to be able to be vulnerable and we have to actually allow for ourselves to be a safe space for others that we are interested in connecting to and not putting judgment in the beginning of our conversations, but asking questions, utilizing curiosity, 
and having the eagerness to explore, to become more open is one of the most profound ways of starting connection. So I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. It was just all from my heart that I just wanted to share this information about the power of connection and how it amazes me sometimes how much I still feel strong bonds and connections with people I haven't seen in a long time, or maybe they're far away, but there's just times that I still can pick up on how they're feeling or their vibes, or maybe I'll think of them and they'll call me shortly after. And I'm always amazed by that phenomenon, but it's true. We are always connected way more than we think we are. So I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. Definitely stay tuned as the next episode, we will be covering connecting with yourself, you know, directly. So that will be our next episode. We'll just be focused on the self and reconnecting. So I hope that you're enjoying this. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heart Blend Podcast.